guys. Beer. Sports. Join Sean and Brad as they talk about sports and share a beer. From the east coast of Canada to the west coast of the United States. Over to you, boys. Hey, yo, what's up, everybody? Sean and Brad here again. Uh, guys, Beer Sports, episode eight. And so today, we're going to recap a couple things. And then, uh, Sean, what I want to talk about is, is you and I uh, have had a couple luxury box experiences uh, at sporting events. I think let's recap maybe some do's and don'ts for luxury boxes. Uh, <laughs> so real quick, what I wanted to touch on uh, before we get too far out of the way is I wanted to talk about the Major League Baseball playoffs. Because every year, you know, being a habitual loser in Seattle, uh, I find myself watching the opening round of the playoffs and I get sunk, I get like sucked in by a team and like that becomes my adopted team for the playoffs. Right. Uh, and so hopefully I, it wasn't the Jays. Was not the Jays. Yeah. <laughs> it, it will never be the Jays. It will never be the Yankees. Yeah. Uh, I think it's about normally it's a National League team because I feel like that's different. I feel like I'm not cheating on my team if I'm in the in the National League. Right. Um, and so, you know, a couple years ago it was the Dodgers. Uh, but this year, like I, I knew what I kind of thought it was going to be the Dodgers this year. I really did. Or the Braves. Those are kind of like my two go-tos. We want to know who I fell in love with the past Who's couple of The San Diego Padres. What a fun team to watch. The energy is great. I love the manager. I, I, all, I'm all I have in. to agree with you, yeah. So – I mean, uh, for, for me, thank you for having a team for once. I, I appreciate it. Maybe it's because they're 22 years off the slide, right? Maybe now they're, they're in, you know, so that gives me some kind of hope. I don't know. I just, I think the energy is great. Uh, I've never been a big, a big uh, Manny Machado fan, but I am today, right? Um, Tad is all of them. Just, there's so much talent there, right? And then part of it, you know, Austin Nola's there, right? Who was a guy from Seattle that got traded midseason. Uh, you know, that I always kind of pulled for while he was here. So there's a lot of familiarity there. But, man, I'll tell you what, that is – man, it's going to be fun to watch him. So, uh, San Diego, don't let me down. Let's make this work. Yeah, like I'm, I'm just thinking to myself, like the last time we ever talked about San Diego Padres would be when Tony Gwynn was playing, you know, and hitting amazing. Yeah. And, and then after yeah. that, I mean, like honestly, I mean, they were just kind of like this – this team that just drifted off into existence because they really didn't do anything. So yeah. I understand why you're saying what you're saying because it's always great to go for somebody like that. So I'm, I'm, I'm having a look here, right? So as I look, I mean, you know, the usual suspects all make it through, right? So it yeah. looks like we have the Astros, usual suspects through Tampa Bay. Actually, a big surprising thing because they went from 100 losses last year to being number one. Yep. Yeah, and I'm going to get into that Jays game there in a second, but uh, let's let's move on there. So the Yankees, I mean, I'm actually surprised the Yankees took care of the Indians two straight games. Yep. Yeah, Atlanta, no problems, right? Dodgers, yeah, you think what the Dodgers are going to happen is going to happen. Miami beating the Cubs, though, that's interesting, that right? Was interesting. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah, and so you know, Oakland's in. Uh, man, and then the Padres beating the Cardinals, like you said, that's. Yep. That is something. So now what I could see here, so that was like the best of two games, right? And then now it's going on to the DS, the divisional series. So now it's a best of five, right? So best of three, then a best of five. Yep. Yep. Uh, So I I mean, mean, that's that's cool. 
my big thing is like the couple of things is it's it's weird seeing those numbers when they're coming up and they're showing the season numbers and it's like 39 RBIs, 10 home runs, and you're yeah. going, wow. And big remember, leader. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you know, and you have to remember that that's like uh, the whole season. Yeah. But what's really ticking me off here, and it just seems like this seems to be the thing that's happening right now in sports, is uh, – Basically, an- analytics. Analytics has taken over sports, but nowhere is it more apparent than it is in baseball. And the way that the Jays played, I mean, honestly, why do they even have a manager there? Uh, Schumacher comes out to pitch in that first game. He pitches for three innings, doesn't let in a run. But whoever punched whatever into this algorithm said, pull him out in the third and then start putting in your relievers. Yeah. Uh, I think it's putting a lot of bad taste in a lot of people's mouths because it's no longer that gut feeling that you would get. Now it's like, oh, the computer's telling me to do this. This is what the computer tells me. Well, why the heck do you have a manager? I don't know. That's just my Well, Maybe at some point you won't, right? I mean, how far away are we from a team uh, having a computer for a manager, right? Oh, we're... A robot sitting there making decisions? Yeah. Yeah. It's terrible. It does. It's terrible. I used to read this book when I was little. I don't remember what it is. I can't remember the name of it. I'll find it and put it out there. But it's uh, essentially it was like in the future and all sports were played by robots and you controlled the robots from the side. You know what I mean? Like there was no more athletics. Yeah, that's, that's all they had. Yeah. That's not even sports then. No, it's terrible. I remember reading it as an eight-year-old and just being like, God, this is terrible. This is the future. I want no part of it. So today, uh, Brad, you have no beer of the week right now just due to a couple of things that are happening right now, so we won't go into great depth about that. But I'm going to introduce my beer of the week here from Propeller out here in Nova Scotia. It is a limited-time pumpkin spiced ale from Propeller. Man. So Propeller Brewing Company putting out the limited. I love my pumpkin spiced ales. I do. So whenever October rolls around, I look for them. Yeah. I know that's why I feel like, you know, for you, it's pumpkin spice everything, right? So you got your Ugg boots on and your. <laughs> it's true. It's got a scarf. You got a scarf, you put a little pomade in your beard. It's like permanent, permanent fall here. <laughs> yep. 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 That's, uh, that's the thing. So, but I do love pumpkin spice things too. I just like to make fun of it because it feels like it's basic. So, yeah. Just, I have a request oh, yeah. real quick. Yeah. Coco, what's up? No, not right now, but in a little bit, okay? Deal? Okay, thanks. We uh, we have a hot tub in my house. It's a big commodity. And so uh, early this morning, uh, typically I, I wake up early during the week to work out. That's the only time I have. And so like by, you know, I get up at four. And so at six o'clock on Saturdays, like that's just, that's sleeping in for me. Right. And um, and so I got up this morning and my son was awake. And so he was like, hey, let's get in the hot tub. And so all the kids know. So me and Jackson got in the hot tub this morning and did a little <laughs> hot tub session. But the, the girls have figured it out. And so now they want to go in too. So we've got a little bit of a power struggle going on. So Oh, 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 man. Anyway, so sorry for the interruption to everyone. That was um, just me being a dad on a Saturday morning. Um, yeah, so... No, go ahead. Let's move on on from the pumpkin spice comments because I feel like I don't want to take away from the beer. I think the beer is great. I just, uh, you know, yeah, the basicness of fall. Yeah, yeah. No, for sure. Yeah, you're gonna get a pumpkin spice latte later. I think though. 
because you're there. I love it. I'll, and I'll put a yeah. scarf on and everything. <laughs> I can inside my hoodie so no one can see it. Cause you know, I feel about hoodies. Well, the but thing is, the, you're just... cool, the coolest thing is the temperatures have dropped this week. It's like opening up my closet and seeing yeah. my hoodie section and being like, yes, my lovelies like, come on, let's get this. What, like, what, what is it? What is it there right now? That's in the, like, high of 63 or something like that oh for crying out loud it dropped yeah we're we're, we're, i mean honestly we're at 18 degrees celsius here which is comparable so yeah yeah yeah. but like in the mornings it's a nice crisp 50 oh yeah yeah you know so by the afternoon you're taking your hoodie off but the morning like you're definitely bundled up in a hoodie and yeah around it's a good time of year for sure for sure all right uh, we haven't talked any NHL there, so congratulations no. to the Tampa Bay Lightning uh, pulling that one out. I don't think that, that was any big shocker, though. Uh, no, probably it was the way it was supposed to go. I really wanted to see a game seven, but uh, yeah. you could tell by in game six where the energy level was, and you know, Dallas just kind of ran out of gas. Uh, well, I mean, yeah. the thing is that Vasilevsky is definitely a premier goaltender. Um, and as I said, I mean, even though game one, he let in four goals, the thing is that he's, they had, they had legit competition, of course, scrutiny from last season. So, uh, I'm, I'm I was thinking to myself, it probably made them a lot tougher than what they were last season. Cause last year they got swept by Columbus. And then this year they were just like, no, none of that crap. And then they, they took care of Boston pretty handily and the Islanders, you know, yeah, they went to seven games, I think with the Islanders, but, uh, yeah. Well, they struggled with some injuries going into that series, right? So that well, kind of yeah, their top star. About, you know, and they yeah. had some rust from they had an earlier layoff, uh, yeah. right? And so we know that sometimes that stuff hangs out. Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, kudos to them for getting it done. Yeah, and Dallas, I mean, you know, they they actually played great as well. It's not like they didn't have any stiff competition. They did as well. I mean, you think about yeah. it, the Colorado Avalanche and uh, Vegas Knights tough tough team so they really yeah. uh were they 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 showed a lot to me and i i yeah. hope that this is something for them to build on so great uh, series it feels to me like the nhl is maybe the only league that has a lot of parity from the east to the west right i think or, or division wise right like mm-hmm. um yeah i don't know that you can say that about uh baseball necessarily i know you can't say it about football and you definitely can't say that about basketball i think you know the western conference is a gauntlet in the nba like it's yeah, it's a who's who of well, team. Well, the NHL, I mean, the West used to be because the, the West was where all the big, big players were like, like big, you yeah, know, yeah. not just big hockey players, but I mean, big players would go mm-hmm. out to the West and they were usually bigger teams. Because uh, the West was the best coach. Sean. Yeah, but now, I mean, you can't tell either way. And also hockey is one of those sports where it's like basketball, you could see one player making a dynamic difference and, yeah. uh, Football, you could see a dynamic difference depending on who your quarterback or whatever is, you know. But hockey, it doesn't matter. You could have the best player in the world and you could still be a garbage team because it is such a team sport, you know. Like and I'm not yeah. trying to say the football or or well, basketball yeah, or baseball more, is not a team it's sport. It's more baseball than it is basketball or football, right? Because yeah. it's, there's more one on one matchups in basketball and football than you find in hockey or baseball, right? Like right. it's you know, it's definitely more of a team game. You can have uh, – we saw that with uh, Miguel Cabrera when he was on the tear with the Detroit uh, Tigers, right? And they were just terrible. Yeah. But the guy could hit, you know what I mean? And he was setting records and, you know, doing those things, but they weren't necessarily winning. So, right. Right. Um, you know, that's kind of the thing. So, the, I think those parallels, those two sports. So, yeah, uh, congratulations, Tampa Bay. 
Um, you know, I hope that your baseball team takes down the Yankees because they'll do all of us some good. So uh, something that uh, I was talking Thursday, unfortunately, the, the, the production was terrible there. But uh, when I was talking with uh, Dave and I was talking with Reed and Dave was just in Tampa, actually, uh, the week that they won the Stanley Cup. And he said oh, it was wow. crazy. He yeah. said it was crazy seeing the amount of Tampa Bay Lightning uh, stickers on on vehicles and yeah. he goes and it was he goes it was all like uh all young black men <laughs> they oh, were wow. just like cheering because they're just so desperate for a championship in tampa <laughs> and and it's like you know he was there going like this is this is crazy i would never have dreamt it and so you know what i'm glad to hear that hockey is taking off a bit more on that side because i remember the first time that they won it yeah. back in 04 and it was kind of like a blip to them right because it's like yeah, they yeah. really didn't know what hockey was because right. it's not it's not a place that you would be introduced so congratulations tampa legit you you, you deserved it and i'm glad you have a championship i just don't want you to win it in football that's it yeah man who who has it better right now maybe than tampa for competitive teams yeah right? yeah <laughs> i guess they boston got, i guess boston's there well, except yeah, for baseball. I mean, right now, well, I mean, the Rays. Right. The I mean, Rays I guess I was just thinking game. about like three of the major four sports. You Ooh. know, you've got, you know, the Bruins and the Celtics. Uh, and then, of course, the Patriots, right? Mm-hmm. All making noise. And then Tampa Bay's got all of their teams, essentially, right? Because they don't have a basketball team. Yeah, yeah. Uh, looking like they're going to be playoff teams this year. So, good for them. Good for them. I'll still take my 4 0 Seahawks, so whatever. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. 4 0. It's only 3 0, brother. What are you talking about? <laughs> we'll, we'll get into that later. I don't know. You're just. We'll talk about, we'll talk about it. Holy jeez. We haven't even hit Sunday. Holy jeez. Look at you. Yeah. Oh. That's with no beer. Imagine how confident I'll be. <laughs> All right. So we also have the NBA playoffs here to talk about. Yeah. Um, man, I, you know, I, I believe in coincidence. I, I hope the late, like, I hope the Lakers don't wear those mama jerseys the, uh, the next two games because it'll be that a was, sweep. Yeah. That, that's not the Lakers. That's not yellow. And yeah. Those guys, those guys, uh, those guys are going to refuse to lose in those, um, in those jerseys. It's interesting to me. You know, what else has been super fascinating to me is to watch Kobe Bryant's impact on this, even on this series, because the, just the shoes that are out there now. For him, you know, it's predominantly you look on the court, and if the guy doesn't have his own signature shoes, they're wearing Jordan or they're not Jordans, uh, they're wearing Kobe's, and it's yeah. an interesting, you know, kind of paying homage to the to the man. Um, and so, I don't know. There's a different way. I, I still want the Heat to make this competitive, and ultimately, I, uh, I would like the Heat to win the series. But um, you know, that just goes back to my deep rooted rooted hatred for the Lakers. So. Man. Yeah. It's hard to root against them, but so Bam Bam didn't play. Mm-hmm. Bam, Adam, yeah. uh, man, I'm trying to say his last name. Good luck. I know. Adam, uh, Bam, Bam. Yeah. Gordon, you know, Drogic didn't play either. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, there's you that. know, I I think that uh, you know Miami's a little banged up. I mean, yeah. and the Lakers right now are showing their depth. You know. Yeah, it was interesting. Towards the end there, you saw the Lakers start to struggle with that zone. I think if uh, they can get healthy, that being Miami, yeah, uh, then maybe you know they can get a, a game or two. But I think it looks like uh, Laker domination is you know something and, we're going to see. 
and again, it's not something that's totally surprising. You know what I mean? Uh, no. They are the favorite. So I mean, yeah, I mean it's very much uh, kind of how the NHL played out, right? Is you get a team yeah. in under the radar in the finals, and then you get like the favorite uh, also in the finals. Yeah, uh, yeah, you very, very, very true. Very much mirrored seasons, really, when you think about it. So, uh, but I just think it'll just make it better for next yeah. year. There, supposed to be one or two competitive games, and I'll be, I'll be into it. Yeah, um, as long as it's not a sweep. <laughs> yeah, no, no sweeps, please. Uh, interesting too. Just quickly, Doc Rivers signed on to be the coach of the 76ers. So, good for him. You know that that was. That, that was sorry, go ahead. Well, this does a couple things, right? I think it uh, really makes it interesting for how that Philadelphia Boston matchup looks now. That little rivalry they have going. Uh, you know, you bring in their old coach and to see if he can give them over the hump. I still have questions about how Embiid and Ben Simmons fit together, but. Uh, if someone gets well, they don't. Might be talking, you know. Yeah. Well, I mean, honestly, I I still feel that he was just the scapegoat. You know what I mean? Like, oh, we got to fire somebody. Yeah. Someone's got to pay the price for this. And of course, it won't be the GM, and it's not going to be the owner. So somebody got to pay the price. Well, if Steve Ballmer would just move the Clippers up to Seattle, and would take care of all his problems. So. <laughs> Listen closely, Steve. Come home. Bring your team with you. <laughs> all right. So, man, I mean, yeah, we have a UFC fight night. Um, and quite honestly, I mean, the card oh, is... Man. Hey, real quick, uh, breaking news. Yeah, Cam Newton uh, tested positive for COVID nine minutes ago when he's out versus the Chiefs. Wow. Wow. Holy smokes. Oh. Um, well, then that makes the betting line even better, isn't it? Yeah, Chiefs all the way. Up a little bit. I'd like to hear Reed's <laughs> thoughts on that. That's that's terrible. Yeah. Uh, best of luck to you, Cam. Hopefully you get better. I yeah. mean, obviously, I I think you will. The, you know, it's just crappy. What a crappy situation. One of the one of those false positives or something like that where you have to test a couple of times. Yeah, it might be. I mean, that seems to be right now. Like Tennessee was the only one there with uh, multiple tests and uh, just. Uh, you know, they had to cancel this week's game because of it. So, yeah, it, yeah, that's interesting to me. Uh, that Tennessee move that Minnesota didn't have any it makes me wonder about um, the way home, right? Because we, you know, if, if somebody got a little bit loose with their protocol on the way home and, and picked it up, and like it would, it doesn't make a lot of sense to me that you wouldn't, you know, there was a bunch of contact they were able because they have those contact tracers, all the players. Right. Yeah, um, and they said there was like forty-eight different points of contact from positive player to positive player on Minnesota and Tennessee, but yet Minnesota oh, yeah. has no positive players or no positive tests. So it kind of makes you wonder about uh, if maybe that um, that they didn't pick something up on the way home. So, which well, I mean, it's crazy right now. I, uh, you know, even the president getting tested positive for COVID. I mean, it's yeah. it's it's just crazy how. Uh, contagious and nobody seems to know how it's going so i mean it's super interesting to me uh to just you know not to be political but uh you know the president getting it and then they come out and say he has mild symptoms and he's going to quarantine at home and then uh, hours later he's transported to the hospital to spend a couple of days so yeah but you can't trust any right selection year so who knows what the yeah. rest of that's it. I, I don't want. I don't want to spend too much time, but I mean, you know, it did happen, and it's it's also kind of lining up with what's happening with Tennessee right now as well. So, yeah. uh, very, very interesting times. That's crappy for New England. Um, 
you want your best weapon out there for sure. And so I don't well, know how that's going to play you out. Your, like, you know, Josh McDaniels has really catered that offense to Cam's strengths, right? And so now the day before the game, uh, they're going to have to get out and see what else they've got. And I would argue their backups aren't necessarily – their strengths aren't Cam Newton's strengths. And so, Well, they traded know, away all the good backups. You know, if anyone's going to be able to pull off uh, this, it's going to be Belichick McDaniels. They're, they're so good at adapting that – you know, it'll be what it is, but yeah. Uh, yeah. Hey, Bills Raiders. Do so. Bills Raiders. Bills Raiders. How, are you excited? Oh, buddy. This is a great game to me. If the Bills pull this one off, you cannot, you read, everybody else cannot say another darn word about how bad Josh Allen is because you know what? They pull that off. What? They are. Okay. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Time for coronation. If, <laughs> if Josh Allen has a game that's been consistent with the previous three weeks, I'll be quiet. <laughs> I'll give you that. But if they just win, no. He has to play well. It's I'll the Raiders. The win. It's the Raiders. Josh, don't Remember listen. Chiefs? Don't don't listen to these guys. <laughs> I know it is the Raiders. It is the Raiders, but the Raiders are already showing that they could play some yes, top. Listen, it's a good matchup. I'm just saying, if he doesn't play well against the Raiders, but they still win, that's plausible. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to give him. I'm not going to sign him off and say that it's you know the second coming of Jim Kelly. <laughs> that's all. So I'm uh, what Seattle has uh, Miami, right? Yeah, yeah, and that's why you're saying four and zero. Well, but it, yeah, it feels like a setup game, though, right? The secondary's – I mean, the defense is already not great and giving up historic yards. Uh, the secondary's banged up. No Jamal Adams, no Quentin Dunbar. The linebacking core is thin. But – Your your defense is Swiss cheese, brother. Yes. And it's Fitzpatrick, right? Like, he's going to get his yards. But he's also not That's Russell. It. They let Russell cook. Like, they don't have the horses – like, Miami's secondary's banged up too, right? And their pass rush is great. And so they don't have the horses to keep up with Lockett and Mr. Metcalf. So have we'll you see. seen have you seen Ryan uh Ryan, Ryan. Fitzpatrick's Ryan? <laughs> 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 have you seen Fitzpatrick's who's who, who's who's who he's put down like as far as yeah. top quarterbacks? Yeah, I've seen it. Huh? I've seen have it. you seen Power that? Of the beard. Because, buddy, I I don't I I understand that you're there and you're you're going on like, oh my goodness, you know, we got a four and oh, we're gonna go through this. Listen, Ryan Fitzpatrick could be coming out there, and because it's true, he he does this where he plays like three four games where he gets four hundred fifty yards, six touchdowns, and uh, everybody's like, wow, where is this guy? And then he just disappears after that. And then two so, in week six. <laughs> <laughs> that's his mo everywhere he's been right yeah yeah the guy he'll he'll, he'll give you like you said you know a couple of games thrown together and then you'll have this <laughs> and that's just the end of it i don't know man i don't know i you're you're, I just, you're pretty confident and i you uh, know what i can respect that i just I mean, really it's just in, in what we've seen uh from the offense if this was last year's offense i wouldn't be this confident but this year with what they've been able to do opening up the passing game for us early and oh. let them get out to those big starts, like totally. I mean, I I don't dis I, 
I don't disagree with your offense. Absolutely not. I mean, your offense is stellar. Now it's you're my playing. Offense. You're wearing the Russell jersey last week, and now it's my. I was. I've seen Cleveland gear, and I've seen a Russell Wilson jersey. <laughs> hey, hey, what am I wearing today? Huh? I don't know. This is the All Blacks. What are you talking uh, about? <laughs> still not Josh Allen. <laughs> <laughs> what do they say now? To be the man, you got to beat the man. You got to, yeah, that's right. To be, to be the man, you got to beat the man. <laughs> Woo! I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That was way too much. That was a great impression of it. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so I'm looking. I'm looking at the schedule, right? Yeah. And so, like Tampa Bay Chargers. Uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Los Angeles Chargers. That's that's going to be good. I, yeah. I find that to be good. Texans, Vikings. Something tells me the Vikings are going to be owned for. Yeah, I think so too, which gets Houston off their slide. So They need uh, that. Is there, I don't know if there's been a more fascinating uh, game of winless teams. <laughs> it's true, though. The, true. the Thursday night game, though, with the Jets and the Broncos was actually entertaining. It was an entertaining game. Um, what a great football, but it was entertaining. Yeah, it was entertaining. Uh, absolutely, I'll give you that. The, yeah. it, it, well, I mean, you know, it is football. We're going to watch it because it is football, right? Yeah, so, 100%. Uh, Saints-Lions. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, to me, both these teams need to win, really. I mean. Yeah, you know, Drew Brees is not look great. Uh, no. Nope. So it has to be the loss of Michael Thomas, but still you would think. You know, in the past, you've seen Drew kind of rise to the challenge, and yeah, not so much this year. Um, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see. I think the Lions' defense has something for him. I don't know if you know New Orleans is down a couple secondary players. You know, that's the thing that we're seeing, right? A lot of knees, a lot of ACLs, and a lot of hamstring injuries, right? Uh, from position guys, right? Corners and wide receivers, uh, especially. So I think that plays some of it into not having a preseason. Um, mm. You know, but you're looking at a, uh, you know, uh, a New Orleans defense that's down some key players. Matt Stafford's playing like Matt Stafford, which is, you know, just outside the top 10 quarterback, I feel like. Uh, actually has some weapons. Adrian Peterson needs to be drug tested because he plays like, you know, the 26-year-old version of himself. I know. <laughs> I feel like, and I don't know why I feel like this, but I think, like, I feel that Adrian Peterson is like the Barry Bonds of football. You really think you really think he's on the juice? I think he's on something. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not saying it's illegal because here's the thing about Barry Bonds. Right? Barry Bonds was on some stuff that wasn't technically illegal when right. he was. He just found that way around it, and that's not to say that either one of them. They both work very hard, right? Like, right. They both 100. percent It's hard work. It's not. They're not cheating. They're just finding a competitive edge. Um, but you know. You got Adrian saying he wants to play until he's 40, and you watch him now, and you really can't doubt him if he holds this level, you know. Yeah. Maybe this takes care of his body well. Like, who knows? But uh, I'm just jaded, I guess. So. Well, I mean, you know, that guy That guy has been showing up every – I mean, he has had those injuries there. Who knows? I mean, in order for him to come back, what he's been doing. But I, I want to I think nothing but positivity with Adrian Peterson because to me he's like – He's like a great running back that unfortunately has now no championships to same thing as Barry Sanders, you know, no championships to go along with all those 
uh, great rushing performances, you know? So Jaguars, Bengals. Well, I mean, you ever wanted to see a shootout? That's going to be it. That is it. Yeah. I I agree with you. Some weapons, no real defenses. Hmm. I think mm-hmm. you get there with that game, right? I and mean, that's just the thing. Yeah, that looks like that looks like a that looks like a uh, potential Madden score. <laughs> I mean, we might as well. I mean, we could probably just fly to Miami. Look, we can get we can buy tickets in for the Seahawks Miami game for as low as thirty seven dollars, according to this ad. So, wow, Imagine I would that. love to go there. Jeez, Minnesota Houston thirty seven dollars. Wow, wow. Your, your Buffalo Bills in Las Vegas. Guess what the lowest ticket price is right now. Uh, two hundred, three hundred and thirty. Yeah. Wow. Pay that new stadium somehow. I guess. In Browns- Tampa, three seventy. Man, Tampa's feeling themselves. Man. Well, that's because I mean, you know, you just uh, brought on uh, what Gronk and uh, Tom Brady. You gotta, you gotta put butts in the seats and make that money while you can, right? I don't know. Golly. <laughs> I gotta make that money. <laughs> gotta get it. Browns Cowboys. That to me looks like a great matchup. Uh, yeah, Hick- Baker uh, Mayfield has to show up. You know, because that Cowboys defense is like Swiss cheese, just like y- yours. You know, yeah, they're gonna get gashed. Ooh, uh, the Cowboys. Yeah. Oh, with that rushing attack, they're gonna get gashed out. Yeah. I, I don't know that Baker has to have necessarily a big game because I think that the running backs do the damage. I think so too. I they mean, you got care. you got both of them, Chubb and uh, and uh, Kareem Hunt. Yeah, Hunt and yeah. and yeah, I I totally agree. It might be where they turn it around, right? This might be where the passing game gets established and they get to work. That's it. You, know, you just don't know, but it's going to be fascinating to watch. I really am keeping an eye on Dak Prescott and just how that team responds to him. Mm-hmm. I felt like last week, like he just, from a leadership perspective, those guys just were not willing to rally around him. You know, Cleveland's going to be in a spot where one or two defensive stops and you're getting those guys to turn the ball over, you know, they might just stretch out and go and, That's and it. get away from them. So. And, and and depending, too, on what kind of performance we see from Miles Garrett, because if Miles yeah. Garrett is going and running after Dak, I mean. Yeah. What's going to be interesting to watch is uh, Ezekiel Elliott's effort. I felt like his yeah. effort. Not great last week. No, at least three passes out of the backfield that he should have caught. I, mm-hmm. I mean, he really shot them in the foot a couple of times, mm-hmm. um, you know, and, and kind of hindered them uh, staying competitive in that game. Because even though it came down to the end, right to the last play, an interception or a you know to seal that game for the Seahawks, they were up. They were up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, a DK Metcalf gaff like that, you know, they would have been up even yeah. more. It looked like Leon Lett. <laughs> the ghost of Leon Lett got to him there because Dallas was there. <laughs> yeah. I wonder, I wonder if DK's dad and Leon Lett were ever teammates. That would make <laughs> This is how you mess up a touchdown. <laughs> Leon had that influence on young DK and it just came out there. <laughs> I hope he never does that again, man. Because yeah. Leon Lett did it twice. So hopefully he never does that yeah. again. Leon Lett did a lot of things that we. <laughs> All right, Cardinals Panthers. This one should be interesting. Yeah, I think it's super interesting, right? I mean, Teddy Bridgewater water has been steady, uh, but you gotta wonder how he's gonna react with that front four from the Cardinals coming after him and pressing. And so it's mm-hmm. gonna be interesting to watch. DeAndre Hopkins, you know, having that ankle is gonna be, you know, he's we know he's tough. We know he's a baller. Likely he plays and has a great game. Uh, if he doesn't, that really 
comes out to be a thing. Uh, you know, interesting to watch Carolina rebound after not having uh, Christian McCaffrey, right? And just watching what they're able to do with Mike Davis and and seeing how they go because you know Christian sounds like he's still a couple weeks away. So definitely an interesting matchup in the NFC. Now the next one I'm looking at here that it's interesting to me is also Cole Spares. Um, yeah. Wow, who would have thought Bears three and zero? Two different quarterbacks. <laughs> yeah. yeah, the Nick Foles experiment is uh, in full force. And, you know, the Colts' defense uh, really has been putting pressure on and creating a lot of turnovers, right? And so, oh, yeah. Uh, they're, they're someone to be messed with. So, that's good. I think that's a good matchup in the early window. I won't watch it because, you know, my team's on in that same window. But No, for sure. Yeah. 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 I'll probably be forced to watch it because that's, it's either, it's either New England here. Because I'm in uh, Nova Scotia, and Nova Scotia is like I don't know uh, Boston light, so <laughs> so I'm forced to watch New England games. It's terrible. <laughs> I love Nova Scotia, but guys, like, you're like a year away from buying a Patriots jersey. I can feel it. <laughs> <laughs> it's happening. <laughs> yeah. uh, Ravens, Washington. Forget about it. That was a wash. Uh, yeah. I don't yeah. even know what we're. I'm not even going to talk about it because yeah, Ravens wins. Yeah, and maybe like in the worst matchup for a Sunday night game we'll see is Philadelphia at the 49ers. Oh, listen, Niners are injured and the Eagles desperately need to win. And here's the thing. The Eagles are so bad. Their division, they're still in a playoff hunt. They're all two and one. They're still in a playoff hunt. Philadelphia has the curse of Terrell Owens because they cannot keep a wide receiver healthy. On Friday, they had (laughs) one wide receiver practice. One. (laughs) This is terrible. Like, if you just have a look at this, okay? Look at this. So, <laughs> so you have the Cowboys playing the Browns. So that maybe they win, right? Maybe, maybe. But then you have the Giants playing the Rams. I don't see the Giants walking out with that one. Man, uh, you have to really be concerned if you're a Giants fan that oh. you don't win all year. They are atrocious. You know, Washington. Washington's playing the Ravens. You know that they're yeah. losing. I'll so, win. I mean, here you are. You can still lose and still be in a playoff hunt. It's, <laughs> it's terrible. The we NFC could be East week is terrible. Four. We could be through week four and just still have the NFC East only having two wins total. Yeah. Yeah. And here's the thing is that you still have a chance. Yeah. It'll be like 2010 for uh, Seattle. You're saying there's a chance. <laughs> <laughs> that 2010 season gave us beast, beast quake, so it did. It did. That was beautiful. I'm upset about that at all. I don't make the rules. The visual yep. goes to the playoffs. I don't make the rules. That's right. No. Hey, hey. And they still took out New uh, New Orleans. So I mean, yep. you can't say anything about that. Falcons and Packers, buddy. Falcons need a win. They and they're not going to get it in Green Bay. Get it in Green Bay. You think so? Man, it'll be a fun game to watch. I think. Yes, it will. Uh, you know, Aaron Rodgers is playing well, so it's always hard to bet against A.A. Ron, right? I mean, that's just <laughs> who he is. He doesn't, he doesn't necessarily even have to have weapons, which he doesn't, right? His receivers are out and all those things, but uh, Atlanta's prone to give up the ghost, and so you know, that's the move. Hi. Good morning. So I got a wife sports question of the week here. Okay. So this is from my wife, Joanna, to me. When will you finally admit that rugby players are tougher than hockey players? And why isn't rugby a mainstream sport? Okay. So rugby is a mainstream sport. (laughs) 
yeah. it's just on the other side of the world. So that was very American. And rugby players are tough. I don't know. They're they're extremely tough. I mean, I, I can't sit there and say they're not tough. I mean, you see the scrums, you see that they play with no pads, yeah. But hockey, you're skating with blades. And I've seen already like twice guys getting sliced at the jugular by a messed, messed thing and then people having to plug that jugular yeah. with their finger and some of the hits are just I mean uh, I, I hate, I hate that. I think the rugby players are probably the toughest dudes in the world. They're tough. They're tough. I don't know. I don't know if they're football and hockey tough. I don't know about that. They're they tough. Pair of pads and they slam into each other. It's not like they have the lightweight division. You got to be 135 pounds <laughs> to play rugby. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'll you give and I can go play rugby right now. Yeah. You know, like, and get messed up. But you know what? Nowhere. Okay. So rugby is just your body, right? Hockey. I mean, we're giving you weapons. Yeah. But we're listen, giving you weapons. I understand. Like, just understand this is that. You have weapons, sure. You can't really use them. I mean, it's true. There's in fun and like incidental contact and those things. Whoa, 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 whoa! Did, did you ever see? Did you ever see Marty McSorley? Did you ever see Marty McSorley bash Donald Brashear over the head with a stick? And it was the only time that in a professional sport where they had to arrest a man, bring him into a court. Yeah. For assault. Listen, there's dudes in rugby that are getting violated, like they're in prison. Yeah, in the scrum. <laughs> This is true. <laughs> listen, listen. I think I think you got to be tough to go into any sport. Okay, I still say the hockey. Hockey's the only sport we're going to give you weapons. And here, go, <laughs> get yeah, out there. Maybe. I mean, I know you can skate fast, but you can't launch yourself properly like you can in a football field. And you got a helmet. I think like the Ronnie Lott days of NFL. Oh, headhunters. Yeah. Listen, listen, football, that's some tough. Listen, Ronnie Lott cut his finger off and then went. I know, I know. He comes back in. I I know the story. That's crazy. You ain't seeing no athlete do that now. I'll tell you that. (laughs) No more putting tape on it. I don't need that Uh, thing. Well, rugby is a real sport. Sorry, Joanna. It is. It is. It's, it it's, is. It's, it's really huge. Yeah. Uh, it's just, unfortunately, in America, we don't, in Canada, we don't We don't really cover it as much. As the World should. Championship, I, I know this. I have a coworker of mine who's a giant rugby fan, uh, and the World Championship for rugby was in BC last year. That's right. That's right. Yeah. yeah. We went up to us. It was a blast. It's just, you know, I think, uh, I don't know. I don't know why it hasn't taken off uh, here, but. It's a, it's a it's a it's a different kind of sport, and I think it's hard to understand why. So in football, you throw the ball forward, but in in rugby, you keep passing it back, right? So it's like that's yeah. that's different. Yeah, and then I, just seeing I, these guys kick randomly, just kick <laughs> to go for yeah, points randomly. I, I think we're all too soft to understand the rules. Mm. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, it's kind of like soccer, right? Like I, you know, soccer's finally you say catching hold in, in some parts of the country, uh, anyway, from a professional level, for sure. Yeah. Um, you know, the Sounders here in Seattle, it's a place to be, uh, you know, really it's one of the highlights of, you know, my professional fandom is being on the field as they won their last championship and, you know, experiencing that, you know, that magic, but, uh, rugby is kind of the same thing. I think you'd have to have a league and get people to buy and go, you know, you're talking about, you know, baseball and football, in hockey leagues that are we're in our hundredth year, 
right? Somewhere in there. That's a long time. You get a lot of juice, you know, like that's kind of, I think uh, why we don't see mainstream sport be like a rugby, right? Or a soccer is historically, you know, you're not sitting down on Saturday with your dad to watch rugby typically. Right. 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 Uh, yeah, man. But Joanne, I will agree with you that rugby players are tougher than hockey players. Oh, geez, Brad. Wow. You just sit in that cool I'm in your corner. You know, I'm normally in your corner. Yeah, you are normally. I'll let you, I'll let you slide on this one here. Jeez. Jeez. Listen, I, you know what? They are tough. I mean, I can't even say that they're not tough. I think full, to me, if you want to talk about the three toughest af- like athletes in any professional sports, you're definitely looking at football, you're looking at rugby, and you're looking at hockey. Uh, those three sports, I mean, yeah, you, you got to be tough to be out there. Uh, uh, in those sports. No, and I, I hate I hate having to compare, okay, who is the toughest? But part of me wants to say, yes, rugby players are that tough because they play with no pads. But hockey players have weapons. So, I mean, it's yeah. like, you know. And plus, on top of that, you have to understand that when they're on those skates, they're going at speeds that are just crazy. Uh that's why they had it. They had to do the boarding. I mean, yeah. boarding penalties are serious. Oh, yeah. Back then? Yeah. Like, Man, Wayne Gretzky was yeah. never the same after getting hit there by uh, Gary Suter, yeah. uh, where he was in the board, and then Gary Suter just came and just cross-checked him, and his head went right into the boards like that and just compressed his back, and yeah. Gretzky was never the same after that. Yeah, sure, he was still getting 118 points a season, but he was never the same. You know what I mean? Like... <laughs> Never the same, still the greatest hockey player ever. Yeah. <laughs> and it says something, right? Imagine what he could have been. If he was that good with that injury, like imagine what would have been had he not been that way. That's crazy, man. That's crazy. You know, I mean, him and Mario Lemieux, two of the best hockey players to ever lace up skates. And Mario Lemieux had to leave because of Hodgkin's lymphoma for a little mm-hmm. bit there. And uh, Gretzky got that crazy back injury and you're thinking to yourself like these are your, uh, these are your premier players you want to protect them like look at LeBron like uh, I was seeing a thing that the Lakers were complaining because in this finals because I guess LeBron hasn't got enough calls to shoot at the charity stripe and yeah. I'm like listen listen I, I I understand you're a premier player but for crying out loud I mean you know yeah. it's the same as like Sidney Crosby just crying all the time you know what i mean to get uh penalties and you know what that's your right as a superstar player yeah you you do the tom brady does the same thing i mean you know you're a superstar player i understand that but at the same hand gretzky was from that time period where it's just like man you had the enforcer right so it was just like this something bad happened then you bring out dave Semenko, he's going to come and teach you something you know what i mean but for me it's the same argument that lebron's the greatest player of all time and he's not yeah, I know, and, th- and that's an argument you can talented, go back to. Not, not to say he's not talented, but we're talking about him, him going for his fourth championship in his 17th year. I know. Right, which makes Michael Six feel like he could get there, but Michael wasn't ever defeated in the finals. This is LeBron's 10th trip to the finals. I know. I, it's unfathomable. He not even make 50%. It. Yeah. So you can yeah. take the, you can take that greatest of all time, and you can go stick it somewhere. Like, is he a good athlete? He's a great athlete. I 100% agree, but – you know, Michael Jordan wasn't complaining. You have Phil Jackson call the league office and, you know, tell him that he needed to get more calls. Yeah. No, I, I hear that. I hear that. I – it's it's one of those arguments that for sure I think you could have that back and forth. Uh, I'm also of the camp that Jordan is better than uh, LeBron. 
but yeah. I do respect the way LeBron plays the game. There's, there's no – I mean, it's, it's hard even to take different areas. I feel like that about uh, Kareem Abdul-Zabar's uh, scoring record, right? Well, yeah, you right. played 20 years, right? You, yeah, you're going to score a lot of points. Yeah, yeah. Good, anyway. Yeah, but he was a center playing 20 years as well. I mean, that's a yeah. – usually centers don't – they don't play like that, you know what I mean? Unless you're Bill Russell with 11 championships there. Yeah. Is, uh, well, yeah, you know what really helped uh, Kareem, I think, was playing with Magic and James Worthy in that run out. Like, he got mm-hmm. way less wear and tear in his body because For they sure. that Showtime offense, right? And so, you know, he wasn't called on to be the focal point of the offense and take that beating in the post like a lot of centers and getting. But yeah. he's still a great player, like not to take away from uh, any of those guys, but – you know, I just think it's silly to try to say that LeBron's the GOAT uh, one while he's still playing because that feels weird. But two, just, you compare him to Michael and it's not even uh, the same. But anyway, we digress. We we are. Yeah. yeah. Now we're going in the weeds. Yeah. So, Brad, that picture of our artwork there that's uh, everywhere there on our yeah. podcast, on our social media, that was in our that was in my Pontiac solstice there while we we're going over to go watch Seattle Mariners, Tampa Bay uh, Rays in a luxury box that my CEO ended up giving me the tickets there uh, for all the work that I was doing over there at NAS Whippy Island for the Canadians. And so that was, that was pretty cool that he thought of me, gave, gave me the tickets, and uh, we were able to go. So f- first thing. Uh, even cooler, though, was that uh, there was no one else in that box. There was what? There was no one else in that box. No one. That, was, that box was for us. That was for us, brother. I I found it amazing that that solstice was able to move first yep. off with yep. five hundred pounds in it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think five hundred is conservative. <laughs> well, back then I know I had to be around two sixty. <laughs> uh, I, I, I mean, you know, I was in that two forty world, so like, <laughs> you know, like it might have been a little more than a little, a little more. Than five. So that was looking like a clown car, right? Driving us over downtown yeah. Seattle, top yeah. down. <laughs> so we get There's there. There's people that still tell that story when they, you know what I saw this one day? <laughs> There's two gorillas in this little car. And they had the top down because clearly they couldn't fit in it. <laughs> that was like... <laughs> That car reminded me so much of the Flintstones where we could have, both of us could have picked it up and just like ran. <laughs> the car, yeah, I remember uh, getting in the parking garage and getting out and hearing the car sigh when we got out. <laughs> Please leave. <laughs> Thank you. But then here we are, and I remember with our tickets, um, the usual spots that we would go to in order to enter, they're telling us like, no, you don't enter this way. Yeah. Come with me. <laughs> With a special entrance for him. And it was up an elevator. (laughs) Yeah, it was very private. (laughs) We get up there. I remember walking through, and it was very corporate. Like you could tell the lighting, the carpets, everything. It was very corporate to walk in there. And we're walking in, and here is this luxury box that we're walking into. And it was just for us. It was all for us. We had the, the I believe it was the president of, or the vice president of media relations or whatever that was with us. Yeah. And I remember what they had for the spread, which was a great spread. 
if you was. were a CEO and <laughs> were about to make great decisions, we were just here to watch a game. Yeah, there's two Brad. <laughs> Brad, please continue with the story. Yeah, well, I mean, they did. And then remember, they brought us the good food. And so uh, we flipped them open and it was full of macaroni and cheese, uh, double cheeseburgers with all the fixings <sighs> that you wanted. Uh, there was those mini corn dogs. Remember the mini corn dogs? We mm-hmm. Integrated. Uh, and then a freezer full of beer and ice cream and all the soft drinks that you wanted to drink. And I remember, uh, I don't remember a lot about that ordeal other than just eating like normal Sean and Brad eat when we That's eat. right. And uh, I remember like the fifth inning, that lady came in to check the food and it was all gone. And she looked at her <laughs> eyes real big and she was like, is it just the two of you in here? We're like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you need more food? And we're like, yeah, it's the fifth inning. Like, bring the rest of it here. <laughs> I did the look, the look of shock on her face. And I don't know if you remember this. She, like, checked the fridge and saw all the beer was gone. And then she's like, <laughs> and then, remember when she came back, she brought those two other ladies with her. It was almost <laughs> like she was like, you have to see this crazy. Like, there's these two men in this box that have completely eaten all the food. I drank all the beer. (laughs) I was like, but this is what you do in a box. (laughs) Is this what you do? You should do. That's how you should act. I remember we just killed a bowl of Skittles like in the first inning. Remember? (laughs) They're like, that's for the whole game. (laughs) That's an inning. Thank you. They they definitely never had sports fans in there before. Oh, well, that that was a new. You could tell they weren't used to that. <laughs> the look of shock and horror, but it was funny because the VP he was just like, "Yeah, it's so refreshing. It's so refreshing yeah. to have sports fans." <laughs> it felt like it was someone that was enjoying the box, right? That was the thing. <laughs> I think it was probably about five hundred uh, pounds of ass in the car on the way down. It was probably five thirty on the way back. Was, oh yeah, easily because of what we ate and drank there for sure, for man. sure. Now I've been I've been to other luxury boxes there like uh, twice. Oh, they brought us the pizza. Remember they brought us pizza. Oh my gosh, I do. Oh my gosh, <laughs> that was, and that was some good pizza. It was, it was the best pizza. I mean, after I already had seven cheeseburgers. <laughs> That's the thing too is like we were going to tell those cheeseburgers. Yeah. I'm looking at you going. Man, should we get the pizza? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. Pizza. <laughs> <live once. laughs> All I know is that that was the best box experience I ever had. Yeah. Now, I remember going to the Toronto Rock game, and I got to go to the box there. Uh, it was nice, you know, but nothing like Seattle. Seattle, Safeco Field. No. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you. Safeco Field has the best box in Seattle, for sure. I've been in the, in the boxes of... This, you know, Seahawks and Sanders and, you know, that kind of stuff. And uh, and even the Sonics when they were here. And the Sonics, Sonic, man, the Sonics box was fun. But, um, you know, there's definitely ways around it. And, you know, I think I would encourage people, um, you know, if you could find a way to get in, I would definitely do it. Oh. And there's been times where I've had friends have corporate boxes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I've been at the game and uh, they'll snag, you know, some of the people's tickets from the box and then we'll come out and meet in gen pop. And then we'll all go back after the box. And pretty soon you've got, you know, 40 or 50 people in a box that's supposed to be for 25 and yeah, you know, get out to the stadium for not making a big deal out of it. They just, they figure. Listen, know, 
period of time, right? So listen, I mean, it's it's first off, sometimes it's, it's atrocious that these boxes happen and everything like that. But if you ever get invited to a box, because it will happen to the average man once, maybe yeah. twice in their gotta life. Go. Okay, gotta go. you gotta go, and do not let don't don't let these people make you feel one way or the other. Okay. Because some of them, they actually like to see, my gosh. And then they'll have a story to tell. Let me tell you something. They have a story to tell then that this average Joe. They're fans too. Yeah. They're, they're in complete awe that, you know, that there are people that walk around that could, that could polish yeah. off what you, we could polish off. So don't, don't. Yeah, you know, don't we do went that. to, uh, we went to another game. I feel like you and I went to this other, to a box a separate time and we were in with some other people. Was that me and you, or was that me and somebody else? Uh, that was me and you, I do believe. Yes, yes. We were, and and, and we were just talking to people. Yeah, and they were like watching the. They were watching like <laughs> ball game on the screen and the thing. <laughs> they had no interest in baseball at all. We just ate all their food too. Like there was. We food. ate their food. It's like yeah. Sorry, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, where'd all the food go? I remember just like eating like. <laughs> Well, what are they going to do? I remember that too. The both of us looking at each other. What are they going to do? That guy's 180 like, pounds. Come take this off my plate. Yeah. <laughs> what are you going to do? Walk over Listen. here. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> go get go get yourself some popcorn. Go get yourself a beer. Ask somebody else. Well, all right. We left the popcorn because we all know that's BS filler, right? Like I, <laughs> we, the we didn't touch the popcorn machine. <laughs> real food. Oh my gosh. I will Listen. openly judge you as a sports fan in the stands. <laughs> if you come back from the, you know, you go to the concession stand, you come back with a beer and a thing of popcorn. Like, <laughs> listen, we're on we're on another we're on a different level. Safeco, I, I love Safeco for that though. That you can go buy stuff off the vendors from the street yep. and then bring it yep. in. Oh yeah, uh, that was awesome because like Toronto, they they're not letting you do that in Toronto. Yeah, well they they have it for the Sarah game too. We've got a guy. We've got a you know a a, a brat you know, hot link guy that parks that sits right down by where we always park at and we always hit him up and uh he looks like Walter Jones's brother. You know what I mean? He's just this big, massive man. Which really if you're gonna buy food from a vendor, you gotta buy it from the big guy. Right? Oh yeah. Like if you go to a food truck and it's a skinny guy running it, like that guy. No, yeah, 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 yeah. There's a there's a saying in the Navy, like never never trust a skinny cook. Yeah, and that's what it is. Never turn to skip food truck guy. Like you gotta like be like that. Looks like a guy that enjoys food. Like that mm-hmm. food gonna be top shelf. That's it. That's yeah. it. We go see that guy. He's like, "What do you want on your on your dog there?" And I'm like, "However you normally make it, you look like you enjoy it. Like you just, <laughs> you know, I'll take your advice. Unless you put some anchovies on there, then I might have to question you. No, listen, that's not that doesn't happen here. Yeah. Okay. You know, cream cheese, and spicy mustard, and. You know, <laughs> That stuff, man. Well, listen, week eight looks like it's in the books. Yeah, we're getting close. I, we do have one one on one question. I have one. For oh, you. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, let's do this. This, is, this has been on my mind, uh, you know, this past week or really longer than that, watching, you know, basketball playoffs. And um, I'm really concerned, uh, you know, a lot of things, LeBron, and, and one of them is his hairline. And so, what I thought of this week is, is who held on to their hair longer, LeBron or Hulk Hogan? <laughs> and both of them held on too uh, long. A little too long, yeah. Well, I mean, unfortunately, I still have to say Hulk Hogan because he's still holding on to it. I don't know if you've ever yeah. seen him. 
Not Harris. I mean, but LeBron's got a fake brow. Like, that's why he has to wear the headband. You won't see him in public without something on his head because his hair is jacked. I, I honestly think All LeBron. All that money, he could figure out a way to get his hair to grow. Man, I know LeBron's not listening to this podcast. And if he yeah. is, though, if he is, yeah. listen. Just do what Mark Messier did. Shave it all off. Yeah. Listen, you it's want to okay. Be like LeBron and Kobe, just get the Clippers out, man. Just go, just go, no guard, clear it up. Like it's okay. It's okay. And you know what? I mean, if I start losing my hair like that, I'm I'm shaving it all off. I'm not about to do the comb over. No. It looks terrible. My, I mean, my hair recedes. I, I look like that. I'm making that thing in the shower and growing a big burly beard. Like I'll, I'll grow the King James beard and yeah. hang that thing out there. That's what I just do. don't know. Like Hogan maybe should do the same thing, but I think that's kind of his gimmick now. I don't know. Yeah. Well, straight edge Terry. <laughs> porn videos and smoking weed, trying to get back to being relevant. <laughs> All right. My one-on-one question to you. So I was looking this week. Roy Jones Jr. is trying to pull out of this fight. Like he's taking all the training video that we all saw. He wants no part of that. I know. So that well, that was my one-on-one question: Is do you think that he's intimidated right now by Mike Tyson? Yes. Yes. Like I, I think he's someone who's not. <laughs> like I honestly think he's there and he's looking at it, and it's like uh, Apollo Creed. And I, I, Ivan Drago there, right? <laughs> He's there going, it's an exhibition fight. It's an exhibition fight. And then he realizes, whoa, <laughs> this guy Mike, came to Mike fight. Know, Mike knows one speed. That's cool. <laughs> that, his trainer is taking real shots, man. Like, that's real agony on his face through the pads. Like, you can say, like, you know, like, I, I read some this week, and, and, you know, there's some trolls in the comments saying, oh, that's slowed down or something. Oh, up. I know, I know. Yeah, okay, like, buddy. The guy's faking it. Sure, look in that trainer's eyes and watch yeah. him get hit in the ribs. That's real pain. <laughs> like, whatever, man. Imagine that he's angry and that you don't have any rib protection on, and you're going to eat that thing. I'd be like, I got money. If I'm Roy, if I'm, Roy I'm like, I got money. Yeah, I, I think he's a he's a Russian citizen right now too, right? He's like, yeah, he's not paying taxes. He's no, that's exactly it. So I mean, he just took that money. He's gonna run, right? He just took that oh, advance. They'll, like, they'll probably yeah. get it back, but he don't need it. Yeah, because all I'm thinking is like, he's man, back. he's just looking at this. He's just looking at this, and he's going to himself. No, he he doesn't. He doesn't understand. There's an exhibition fight. <laughs> no, he's just ready to kill. <laughs> he should have known. known. Mike Tyson's not the most stable guy. No. <laughs> He only knows one speed, and that's to rip your face off. I'd be so disappointed if this fight doesn't happen. I, I gotta be. Honest. I want to see Mike. I just want to see Mike dominate him. I just want to see Mike just, you know, just standing yeah. over him. I'd be Man. so disappointed. Yeah. But what are you gonna do? Well, week eight now is officially in the books. Yeah, week eight. Listen, find us on all social media, Guys Beer Sports. Yes. Okay, Instagram. Website, where you get your podcast. Colorado, mm-hmm. answer give some questions. Let's talk. Let's figure it out. Uh, virtual sports bars are where it's at. You know, enjoying connecting with my friend here. Hope you guys are enjoying it too. We appreciate the love, all the views, all those things are. You know, we're just really uh, we feel blessed to be here because honestly, you know, uh, we feel like you're a part of what we do. So thank you for that. Um, you know, and Joe, great question this week. I, I'll side with you. <laughs> there you go, Joe. And I'm just going to give a big sociable out shout out there to all my. Dartmouth, Halifax, Haligonians, all you guys. Listen, I understand uh, Nova Scotia uh, Sports Hall of Fame shut down. Let's get some awareness into this. Let's hopefully that they can find a place there to put all this because there's too many superstars that are there. Uh, Yeah, and the rest of you that are all listening, 
I appreciate it from the bottom of our hearts. And uh, man, enjoy yeah. this Sunday. Hey, don't do that that pumpkin spice thing a disservice. You better get that thing bottoms down. Like that's you know, get to beer. it. Good you got a beard. Just go put your scarf on and then just get it down. Let's see how it goes. Yeah, I'm gonna go jump in right now. <laughs> yeah, sounds great. All right, peace. Out, peace. Listen to the podcast, but now it's time to visit us in our virtual sports bar. Get all of our info at guysbeersports.com, where you can find all the ways to connect with us. Watch for live conversations with Brad and Sean that happen throughout the week, and join in with your favorite local beer. You can share your thoughts in the conversation comments with your own uploaded videos, or even join us as a guest live commentator. The GBS Virtual Sports Bar is open for business. Come on in, boys and girls.